Hello, bros. It's time for that hero stuff, bro. That hero stuff! <laughs> oh, how are you doing on the day of today? This is James Hall, and welcome to Restoring Heroes, Real Biblical Manhood in a Counterfeit World. Oh, my goodness, we have such a treat. I have for you the sensei of of, of of the wave i have for you mr bless the wave himself i have for you mr philly tf on the line oh he came he came here to share some 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 goat nuggets uh the golden ticket to go to willy wonka's chocolate factory um <laughs> <laughs> hey so philly i want you to say hi to the people yo 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 what's up everybody in the building with my with the big bro, the, the restoring heroes guru, uh, <laughs> Jay Hall, as I like to call him. That's his. Uh, he didn't know that that's his. That's his a his uh, invisible R and B name. Right. But uh, what's up, people? Man, it's it's an honor to be on the show uh, and and having this opportunity to to drop some nuggets and even learn too from the man himself who is restoring the man back to his original state which is greatness and with biblical uh principles so you get all that good stuff man yeah, it's not man. my show it's his show yeah man I, I love i love the intro man hey so philly tf if you don't know who he is man he is a uh a awesome christian rapper um i mean really brilliant and and it has a, a different type of wave uh that if you ain't on <laughs> you don't know uh music is really different really creative and um and he's also one of my brothers man um one of one of my close friends and um just we we, we just want to we just want to talk to you about something today we are talking about the priorities of a hero so the priorities of a hero getting things in order so we can honor god getting things yes, in order so we can continue to honor god with our lives and um Philly, you you not only do you do music and that and that's one of the veins that you you travel in, but you also travel in in the business world too. With uh, what is what's your business called again? Splash Society Inc. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, and I also you know I even have a I guess you want to call it a mission statement. If anyone and maybe even it'd be good um, information for you because I don't I don't think I've ever even shared that. Um, with you as far as what is you know if you were to ask and maybe that might have been a question so i'm jumping the gun I'm, I'm go ahead do your my, thing man my, my premonition thing kind of being ahead of the yeah ahead you, of the game you and your professor um, x <laughs> right so the splash society inc um if anybody wants to know like well what is it what does it mean what's this it's backing you know um my mission statement for the the company is that splash society it's a culture of unique individuals uniting as one to not only make a global impression, but a godly impact, creating a generate lightning doers, innovators, and visionaries. Repeat that generation the generation of what? Creating a generation of thriving doers, innovators, and visionaries. Not not just being, but thriving in the will of the Lord. Abiding yes. in Christ. Come on now. Yes. Yes, not just surviving. Come on now. Not, not just, you know, trying, but thriving, a generation of thriving. Cause what's the point of doing it if, if, if we're not if we're not thriving in doing it? You know what I'm saying? But it's and it's about a doer. 
and an innovator and a visionary. So that's the whole Splash Society. On top of just making a splash on the culture. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I, I like I like that vision, man. Um, I, and I like what you're saying with the the making the the a global impact, not only for um, not only on the culture. Just some people use that as you know they just want to be more popular in the world. But you're saying that it's, it's for the gospel's sake. You wanna you wanna impact the culture like the twelve disciples impacted the culture. Exactly. Uh, yeah, not just making an impression. And anybody can impress, but in, in, you know, impressions are temporal. They don't last long. They don't have no longevity. It's just like all oh, you remember. And then sometimes impressions leave you without remembering. Like, nah, I don't. Uh, but when you make an impact, though, that means that I have a, I have affected and infected your life in a way to where you it's not that you remember me you just don't forget how it helped or how it blessed or how it inspired you so that's that's why I, i'm i'm really big on impact over impression that might be a shirt that has to be a shirt um and and not only does it the unique individuals man um it's just it is it is blows my mind the the fact that you are using your platforms to um, to push push Christ in a way that's unique. Um, who would have thought, you know, putting T-shirts out there and, and helping other people get their business off the ground? If you don't know that Hero Stuff T-shirt that I wear in um, in my videos and things like that, man, Philly did them for me. Um, with, 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 uh, actually, Splash Society did them for me. Philly is the 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 boss, but uh, like a boss, you know, <laughs> they the owner CEO like a boss. There you go. So he did them for me, man. And not only did he do them, that's why I knew he valued restoring heroes. Not only does he did he um, um, manufacture my shirts and put them together, he also wears one. Like I got, a, I got my shirt on now. He like, got his shirt if, on right if, if now. Anybody, if anybody jumps on later on my on my YouTube channel, Splash Society. Um, you will see the stream and you will see that I am in all my my sauce, my drip, my splendor, and my black and my white that hero stuff. <laughs> let's go. Turn up. <laughs> so, so, hey, so let's get to uh, the nitty gritty of what we're going to say because I know you're a busy fella. Um, is is the, the priority of a hero, the priorities of a hero. And mm -hmm. in business, where do you find that balance between the hustle and fatherhood and being a husband? Wow, great question. Um, the, the, the balance is found in, the, in, in actually the priority. You know, what, what, what is of most importance and what is of least importance? Because then we can kind of have on a, on, a, on a blueprint or on a, a left side or a right side that is where you find a balance between the family and between the business and which whichever is going to have a priority or a preference. Um, a, none of the business can ever have a preference over the family. Hmm. Um, so in, in that sense, because see, without the family, um, there is no business. Oh. Now, if you... And I mean, that's even if it, now if you don't have a family, then that's something different. Because then we look at Paul. Paul, if we look at it from a business uh, model or standpoint, like Paul, Jesus was Paul's business, right? And Paul decided that you know what, that is the priority. So let me not even start a family. 
for right, it even right. to be balanced to be found. But in this instance, with like a you or me, the way that the balance is, is found is in the priority of, of of the family over the over the business. So then what you do is you you make sure that the business caters to the family and not the family catering to the business. So because family is priority, then everything about the business has to be catered for the family in terms of, you know, time, energy, resources, finances. So then you really don't find a struggle with a balance because you understand, well, first of all, if I had a spreadsheet or if I had a list to write down for today, what's the top three things for today? Of course, it would always be God, family, business. You're right. So since we know that God is first and then family, but of course, God is always first. And then we can go ahead and just bump family right up, right in those two. Then it's like, okay, family's first. So that is the balance. Nothing can come before the family. And then what we do is we look at the business. Okay, so now how can I incorporate the business to be catered to the family? And yet everybody still works on a on a, a harmonious Eleven. Right. That's how I find. That's how I find balance. It's just that family is first, and then business will follow, and then everything is predicated off of the family. It's only when you find struggle is when you're trying to know that, but trying to have business be ahead of family. That's when you don't find any balance, because now it becomes chaotic, and you're now having family compete with business, and then that's when you lose the sort of. That's when you lose balance. Mm. Amen. Amen. That, that bro, I couldn't set it any better. I think if we don't get the first one, um, the and it's and it's and it's putting God in its proper place that allows mm-hmm. you to put the other priorities in their proper place. If you have God out of whack and you put your business even before the things of the Lord, yes. then it's easy to dismiss your family because being a family, being a a godly man and taking care of your family is one of those things that God calls you. So if you're ignoring God, it's way easier to ignore the family and say, it's just my hustle. It's just my grind. It's just my this. And it's just my that. Correct. I mean, you spot on bro. And that's the thing. If, if God isn't your priority, then I mean, you know, I used to tell during my, when I was single and when God was dealing with me on, on just that, just as a pivot, you know, one thing that I would always tell when I would go out and do like these different shows and stuff, and then it would be like these other single women or something, and they'd just be gravitated because women can pick up when a man is following God, even if that woman doesn't even know God, hmm. because there's an attraction there that's past the the, the physical and hour because women want to be led. So when they see a man that is following God and don't even really know it, then they, they're attracted to that. And I would always tell certain females or just women women that I came across that I would build really good relationships with just based off of of just the, you know, a, a belief and, and um, a, you know, a, a talent or, or a gift or whatnot. And I would tell them that, you know, when you're looking or searching for that significant other, especially when it's female to male, when you're looking for that man, the first thing that you should ask yourself is that if he isn't following the Lord or if he isn't submissive to God or if he doesn't even reverence the Lord, then how do I have a chance at having any type of relationship with him in terms of what I would desire out of it? Like, you know, respect, faithfulness, commitment. And I always say, if a man isn't committed to God, you have no chance. Mm. You have you have not a shot. 
Now, of course, there are certain examples where certain relationships and stuff, you know, they do thrive. Um, and the man may not have a relationship with God because it's, it's kind of like, you know, it's, it, there's a balance to things. But there always will be some type of, of either like not superior lack, but maybe there, there could be an area that would be a lot more better if that man was committed and submissive to the Lord. But is it like you but, said something that stood out to me was it, it's going to thrive? And I was like, does it thrive though, or does is it is it surviving with style? Mm, wow, powerful. Nah, you I ain't gonna hold you. Like you spot on the latter. It's it's really surviving with style. Like no cap. <laughs> like that was that you just you just put you just nailed the coffin right there. So well put and says so. Yeah, that's what it is. If a man isn't any other any other foundation built, contrary to to christ in any form or fashion of your life whether it be marriage family business if that foundation is not built on him then yes it will be a foundation that survives with style meaning that <laughs> tornadoes will come and winds will beat and storms will come and it would seem like that house is surviving but know that house is surviving because it has a great insurance company and a great policy to rebuild some of those things that were hindered but when it's built on the foundation of christ he says i liken that person as a wise individual so when the storms beat and the winds blow and they vehemently just crash against that house that house does not even fall at all it even takes no damage oh uh, but when you're surviving in style yeah when you're surviving in style though you, you take a little damage mm. So, hey, what can you tell the heroes about, um, you know, how a family, how the family teaches you? You said you said um, one time talking to me that the family is the first order of business. And on a, on a continue with that thought, you also said that the family can teach you how to run a business better oh, yeah. the, the way you the way the family dynamics teaches you how to run a business can you hook me up with how in the world does teaching uh, does having children teach you how to run a business bro i got you i got you and it's gonna be free you know what i'm saying it's gonna be free and I, i'm gonna be the plug for you real quick bro. I got <laughs> all right you. all right all right so the thing with the family is that the nuclear family is always just like you know inky johnson i heard him say it. he said that his 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 greatest teacher was life hmm. you know outside of his relationship with Lord, he said life was the best classroom to ever be in so when you look at that and then you think about family family is the fundamental start the elementary principles of how to run a business because the family the household is the first order of business from the from the level of keeping the roof over the head to to, to biscuits being on the table to clothes being on your back uh-huh you see what i'm saying there has to be certain that already teaches you budgeting that teaches you financing that teaches you balancing you know it and, and that's if you're proactive enough to allow it to do that so you can't run a business if you can't even run the household uh. from just a financial standpoint now the 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 children well, let me say the wife first. The wife then becomes intricate in how you're you're understanding into running a business because uh, the wife teaches you not only self-sacrifice but also commitment. Oh, so if if you have commitment issues toward the marriage and then toward the wife, and then if you don't really even view the wife as your own body, and that you wouldn't starve yourself, so you definitely 
worse than not you wouldn't starve your wife same as with the business it there's no way that i can run a business if i'm if i'm going to starve the household because then the business wouldn't even be able to flourish or thrive because i can't really pump anything into it because the household is starving Mm. So it teaches you priority in terms of how to even run the business. The wife in that commitment area, because the marriage can be up and down and you learn and different habits and uh, learning how to not necessarily compromise, but how to bring a person up to your level without making it like you're pulling them there. But they're gradually seeing you level up and it entices them to like, oh, let me level up. Uh-huh, so now uh-huh. that's showing your effectiveness as a leader. You're not a leader in the house. You won't be a leader over a group of people who are looking at you to call the shots and to make sure that the business is ran properly. The children come in because they are the greatest teacher in the scheme of how to take care of the business. Mm. Kids are like little assets. Oh, come on. I don't continue to pump into them capital life lessons the word building their foundation education giving them the science on in the the enlightenment of you know how to think for yourself and how to listen less and what i mean by listening less i'm not talking about in terms of instruction see like what tv did was tv taught us how to how to how to listen more and think less Ah, okay okay you see what i'm saying so with the kids that's what what they teach you how to how to actually think more and then how to have a listening ear so if if you're not getting all these valuable things from the family from the household first there's no way you're going to be able to run a business bro and that's kind of just the that's the kind of just the shorting on that like you need family and the structure to even because it's it's almost like the same thing with the word where it says that the things made or the things created were not made by the things seen so mm. if i don't know how to run my household in decency and order and in structure there's no way that my business is going to be able to thrive because i haven't got the first lesson first which is at home which is why home is always the first ministry but it's also the first business let's go yeah man I, and i and bro like there's nothing else i could you know miss there's nothing else like what do you say when like when you have bri- vibranium and 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 i have a stick bro like i have nothing else to say <laughs> wow no but um, what i'm so and i'm just gonna add is like it is possible like i said to survive with style so you can have a million dollar billion dollar company and that's running well, but your family is falling apart. That's why there's so many divorces in the world with, for businessmen. That's why the, the, the most famous people in the world are the most depressed people in the world. Because exactly. things are out of whack. They are surviving with style. They are surviving with Gucci. They are surviving with Louis yes. Vuitton. They are surviving with a Mercedes. They are surviving with a Lexus. They are surviving with a Lamborghini. But they're not thriving with the Lord. They're yes. not. They're not. They're not thriving. They're not abiding in Christ. And I'm telling you, man, heroes. If you really want businesses to be successful, I'm. Not, I'm not even talking about owning your own as much as even if you're working for someone. If you really want to be successful and be content, you gotta fall on Christ. You gotta lean on Christ, like Philly said. You gotta have that foundation on Jesus Christ, or else when yeah. when depression comes, when discontentment comes, when uh, the porn addiction comes, when all those things come you're going to fall
fall flat on your face because you don't have your priorities in order. It goes God, family, then business, then job. You know what I mean? That that's yeah. that's the priorities right there. Yes, sir. And you know, and even just the just the caveat on that and the add to it when you just mentioned that word job because before you can even so we got family and because we're on the topic you know with that with business but there are some cases where there is a season where you know the lord then has to find you to be faithful over a few more things uh, i knew you was going with that go ahead and do it then go ahead and do it though yes sir before you can rule over so there is an instance to where yes you actually going you're going to have to go out here and you're going to have to roll up both sleeves and you're going to have to put the vision not on the back burner, mm. but you keep the vision on the forefront, but you physically do what you have to do to take care of the family to then furnish the vision. And that sometimes comes by going to nine to five. There you go. Going into the going into the earth, going into the system. But you don't have to be conformed to it to settle, but you have to understand that my first business at home is a family. And sometimes that is the requirement of the job. Like when Adam worked, work was never, Adam was never unhappy with his job. Oh, okay. He enjoyed, but remember, it was still work. Adam, I want you to go and I want you to name all the animals and I want you to, that will give them their likeness. Now that would be fun. Like I'm, I'm having a conversation with animals. I mean, first of all, an animal was talking. Right. I can understand what it's saying. And that's dope. I, I, I'm, I'm right there. Like Lord, you know what? Let me just get two weeks of just, just this part <laughs> that I'm having conversations with a, a, a animal. And then now I get to name it. And then what, what I derived from its name is what its nature gonna be. Mm. So that was the beauty in work. Like he still had to work. He still had to manage. And see, the Lord was incrementally teaching him how to manage it little by little yeah and that's what the lord wants to teach us too with the job it's like no don't look at it as as labor and it's yeah of course it, it is it can it can become a, a stumbling block or it can yeah you can have your 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 on and your off days but understand that the lord is like look if i can't find you to be faithful in your time management with just your job how can i trust you to, when you have a whole 24 hours mm. to yourself and running your business you know, if you always have punctuality issues with your job and was grumbling, complaining, how can I trust you when a customer is like, you know what, I'm not really feeling the service that I was provided. So the Lord has to build you up to be prepared for certain things to come. And sometimes it has to be done in a ways that you wouldn't imagine or you wouldn't be comfortable with. But you can't just jump to like, oh, I got a Fortune 500, but I really struggled at my at my $10 an hour job behind mm. a desk. Come on now. And it, when you have a when you have a why, family, God first, family, your other why, and then it's like you know what I want to impact, and and that's another thing that we'll dive into on on another show. But just the understanding of the reasoning for why you want to have a business, because if it's just money, and to be able to go golfing or to right. just be able to say like I got to get up, then you really in a different a different tax bracket. Then you can mm. really forget about it. But we'll say that for later. But yeah. I just want to throw that in there. You're going to have to work. You're going to have to work. And that's what, think about all the people that was called to, even to ministry. Think about um, why, ever, anybody ever thought about why Moses had to go into the wilderness and then get, and then start working before God called him out? Mm. Like, Moses ran away, because remember, he was in the kingdom. He was in, he was a prince. He had all the money. He had all the gold. But he was, he was, he was surviving with style. 
yeah. he wasn't what God fully called okay. him to be. So it, it wasn't until Moses, if you think, if you read the scriptures, like Moses got had a job yeah, and then yeah. God called him. Yes, sir. So it's like even when um, Adam had a job first, God created Adam. Then Adam, then God gave Adam a job. Go ahead Pretty and t- go right. ahead and tend that that uh, go ahead and tend that garden and make sure yeah. things grow. And then and then um, Eve was made. So even yes. before even before if you're single, even before family, there's God a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then yeah. family, like definitely, because you have to yeah. you have to work that. Because what you said, man, God makes you if you're faithful over the small things, God will make you uh, was a ruler over many. Um, I think yeah. the scripture says. So mm-hmm. is is that priority, man? We gotta we have to not avoid those hard things. Anytime yes. in the scripture someone avoided hard things, things was destroyed. When David would, didn't go to battle that one time, he saw Bathsheba on the roof. Now Bathsheba mm-hmm. must have been bathing on that roof to have a routine like that. If you know women, they, she must have been doing it the whole time. But the fact yeah. is, is this David wasn't around. He was fighting. The one yeah, time David it. decided to take a break from the battle and just go out and chill and not work, that's when bad things happen. That's good. Now Uriah's dead. Now his son died. Like, you know what I mean? It's like yes. anytime, man, we avoid the hard things, it, 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 the destruction happens. Period. Facts. Spot on, bro. Hero stuff, bro. That's hero talk. Yes, sir. So I know that, like I said, you have to go, and we're at at the last bit of time for, for this podcast, man, but I, I want you to, um, I know you're into some scriptures and you don't, it don't have to be nothing that even do what we're talking about, but can you mm-hmm. share with the man, with the heroes out here, like what, what's, what's in your Bible? What are you, I know people do that. What's in your wallet thing? What's in your pocket, bro? What's <laughs> right. in your Bible that you are, what that's jumping out to you right now? Um, so, so right now, what's, what's, what's really got my attention in the word? Um, I really been he- heavy on James chapters one and two. Mm. Um, and the reason why is because, I mean, there's many reasons why, but there's some, there are certain points that are, are hitting me and where I'm at. Um, the, of course, we, we, we're, we're all familiar with the count it all joy, you know, for the one who endures various trials and tribulations. But what I love about that is that God is confirming something through that that I've seen in Job. Um, and that he's giving you uh, somewhat of a, an, an advantage when trials and tribulations, you know, kind of giving you a heads up on, listen, they are coming and they will come. But look at the order of how he said it. He said, count it all joy. And you would first be thinking, like, why would I be happy about trials and tribulations? Hmm. Or why would I be excited? And he's like, no, what I want you to understand is that go ahead and just wrap it up as a victory oh so I'm giving snap. You, is that you see what i'm saying i'm giving you an opportunity to realize that you know what i know it's coming i see it's coming i'm actually in it but i i should not let it dictate the course of my day now because or my season or whatever i am because it's already re- wrapped up as victory oh snap we, i didn't even thought about it like that is that because the order of things like I, the Lord always shows me in this in this glory to him and Holy Spirit, but I see things as a blueprint. So then I'm always able to reference back to another. So I see Job like, you know, Job started off one way and he, then here came the trials and tribulations. In this instance, Job never cursed God. 
and he, there was some questioning and things like that. But he never, he never, he was never consumed to the point to where he would renounce or curse God. Right. So in a sense, it was like, you know what? I'm going to still count it joy. I'm going to still say, hey, the Lord give the Lord take away. I'm going to still basic, but he knows that it's got to be something to this. And when we look at the ending of it, everything was double. So you could look at it, count it all joy, joy Joe. Okay, we're going to your family and, and your property and all that, but count it all joy when, to the one who endures. He was able to endure the whole thing without right without cursing god mm. okay so when we look at counting it as all joy's victory let's go back uh, another old testament where we look at uh elisha and his servant and they were they were uh they were in that i can't remember the particular setting but basically uh whichever that nation was they surrounded the whole house and elisha had seen god had already this is why it's so powerful, like when you can tie the scriptures together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, precept Elisha upon precept. Had, exactly. Elisha had already seen that the Lord had already had him covered. Mm. Even though the whole household was surrounded. So look at it like this. You got you got Elisha and his servant. Okay, like look, let's look at little circles. Elisha and his servant is a little circle. And then those surrounding them, the enemy was just a little bit of a bigger circle. So now Elisha and them is in the middle. But then Elisha saw his circle, mm -hmm. which was now surrounding the enemy's circle. Now, come on now. And he, and he asked God, he said, Lord, open up his eyes so yep. he can see what I see. And he said, and he told him, but before he asked him to open, he said, he said, look, fear not or count it all joy. He said, because there are more with us then they are against us. He asked Lord to open his eyes and he seen that it, it, it was what you see what I'm saying. So yep. James is is alluding to you count it all joy like you already counted you wrapped it as a victory. And then just the second part that I want to, which to me is the most important is that James gives you an uh, uh identity and he also gives you the sauce to understanding how to have the reflection of the character of God. Huh. How it talks about in you know, we know about the tongue, we know about that stuff, but then there's also parts in there about how mercy is supposed to triumph judgment, especially when it comes to like your brothers and your sisters in Christ. Right. Or, you know, how um you can't you can't say that, you know, with, with faith without works, you can't say that you have faith, but yet you don't show me by your actions. So if I tell you like, bro, I value that hero stuff because I made on. I, my imprint i made sure they was done and excellent but but you black but show me show me your work behind it oh, okay yeah look i got the shirt on there you go you see what i'm saying yeah so just to sort of that's where i'm at right now james is kind of like in those first two chapters it's really hitting a lot of stuff that for for the manhood stuff for your for faith stuff for for the actual working part of things for character things um, all that's wrapped up in those first two chapters and in the fact that everything lies within the tongue and what you speak and how it's a it's an evil it's a it, it sets the course of your life on fire so oh. if you if, if your if your communication is off in your business if you if you speak in lowly of yourself because there's so much faith that we don't know that we put into in the death of words i can't Oh, I got this little business idea. The like just by even saying little, that's exactly what it will be. So I don't uh. even say things like little no more. Like, yeah, I got my little podcast jumping off for you. I'm about to have this little no. Everything that we do is of a of a bigger stat, but you have to remember to to say it like 
there is a changing in even how you how you talk. You're right. You know, and that's what James kind of it, it hits everything from the family to even the business part. So. So that's what's in Philly T's Bible. We don't care about what's in your wallet. We don't care. We wanted to know what was in your Bible and what sprung yes, out for you. Um, you just started a new segment on Restoring Heroes. You didn't even know, bro. <laughs> wow. And, and yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, man. So as we close, man, that's, bro, that's, that's all I got to say about that. Until next time, heroes, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like yes. man, and be strong out there. Peace. God bless.